Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this guy on. He's, uh, he's called Five Times August, and I, first, for some reason, Brad, thought it was a group, but it's not. Five Times August is you. It's Brad Schistemus. Um, he is the, the, the singer, the songwriter, the guy who, who goes out there and, and just doesn't care about you trying to cancel him, just wants to get the word out through good music. Brad, how are you? Good to see you. All right, great. Thanks for having me. So I'm, I'm reading through your bio a little bit, and it appears as though you were mainstream for a while. It appears as though you were, we might have heard you in a commercial or we might have heard you in a movie soundtrack. What was it that made you say, I'm going to start talking about issues because I don't like what's going on? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I had been recording um, as Five Times August since 2001. So I had a, 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 an entire career before I started speaking out and um, a lot of different fans from all different backgrounds. But by the end of 2020, um, I was kind of looking around wondering, number one, where are all my influences and my heroes in the music community? Why aren't they speaking out? And number two, I was thinking about my kids and um, the kind of world we were creating for them. And uh, I didn't want to look back on this time and, and you know, know that I didn't do anything. So I, I realized I had a platform. I don't have any uh, contracts or you know, uh, management lawyer guys or uh, PR agents right. uh, screeching down my back to tell me what to say and how to dress and and, and what my own message is. So um, it was important for me to step forward. And, and that's uh, early 2021. I released my first single, which was called God Help Us All. And uh, I thought that would sort of be my one statement on all of this and um, maybe back away from it. But uh, I soon quickly realized that uh, people needed to know they weren't alone and um, and uh, released uh, one song after another over the last year and a half. And, and they all kind of came together on this new record. Well, there's a, there's a huge hunger for it because big music, as you know, uh, doesn't want to hear it. Big music was all about protest, all about anti-this, anti-that, mm-hmm. when it served their liberal purposes. But when it came to having a voice like you and I want out there in music, they weren't going to do that because corporate music had them. And corporate music believes in the left stuff. So when you did this, how long did it take for them to just turn their back on you? Was it fast? Oh, yeah. It was pretty quick. Pretty quick. I mean, a lot of my industry friends just, you know, bailed on me. By, like, the time I've released the second song in this series, I had lost, like, all my – a lot of friends in the industry. Wow. Um, and I also quickly realized the censorship thing is very real, and they had already came after. Like, the, the second video I released was for a, a song called Jesus, What Happened to Us. And the whole video was really just clips – uh, from the news, clips from the internet, and they demonetized it, age-restricted it, so you have to be 18 years or older to watch it. And um, wow. you know, soon enough, they started hiding the video from uh, different videos of mine from search results, uh, from their own search results. And Wikipedia took down the Five Times August page that had been up for years, and all of a sudden it was it was gone. So yeah, you quickly realize all this stuff is very real, and the mainstream doesn't you know, they just sort of try to remove you. They don't want to acknowledge you. They'll just sort right. of quietly try to keep you out of the conversation. Uh, singer-songwriter, Five Times August. Go to fivetimesaugust.com. It's Brad Skistimus. Um, Get the new album. It's called Silent War that's out now. And I love the fact that you are you don't have a record label. As you said, nobody controls you. You do what it is that you want to do. And most people would say, well, he can't succeed then. But holy crap. I mean, number five in the Amazon charts. Uh, were you ahead of Bruce Springsteen and Taylor Swift? Is that what happened? I was sitting right in between them, which was a, a gigantic statement, what? you know, for what for what this movement is after, you know, for an artist like me to release a, a record with, you know, really zero budget that I recorded on my own. 
um, and get right up next to these artists with huge machines and yeah. huge budgets behind them. Um, that's a huge statement for what we can accomplish when we all sort of rally behind one thing. So it's pretty amazing to see that happen. Yeah. When it comes to the censorship that you just mentioned, and I'll, I'll relate it to myself because it's all about me, Brad. Um, on YouTube, I tried to get monetized. I was monetized for a while. They demonetized me because I dared interview the MyPillow guy. You know, if you interview Mike Lindell, you're screwed. That's it. You're, it's over. Um, so they demonetized my page. I went through it, took out whatever they thought was wrong because I want to make money on them. I want to laugh at them as I'm making some of their money. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I tried to re-monetize. I just got the notice two days ago, no, because of harmful content. And what I said was, what's harmful? They said, well, we can't give you anything specific. Your channel as a whole is harmful. That's what they did mm-hmm. to you. They just said, you did yeah. this song. You stepped out of line. You didn't do what mm-hmm. we wanted. No Wikipedia page, which means you don't, you're nobody, I guess. Um, YouTube monetization probably went out the window. You probably, like me, were ghost banned on, on Twitter before Elon Musk bought it. So uh, how, do you, how do you deal with that? Was there a moment where you said, look, man, I make music for a living, and I want it to get to the largest audience possible, and if they're squelching my reach, maybe I need to back off a little bit? Well, you don't back off. You lean in even more. I mean, that exact same thing happened to me um, when I released Sad Little Man, which was sort of a crossover track for me because I really pushed the line with that. That was a song directed at Anthony Fauci. And um, it was sort of a a test for me as an artist to sort of I wrote if you listen to the song itself, um, I don't say Fauci and I don't say vaccines. Right. um, I sort of took a little roundabout way lyrically to say what I wanted to say. It's not until you watch the actual video and it's sort of an animated uh, caricature of Anthony Fauci as a snake oil salesman traveling right. through. But it's an artistic statement. And what they did was exactly what they uh, what they did to me is exactly what they did to you. They they uh, classified it as medical misinformation. What? And I'm going, what is the medical misinformation here? You know, how are you? W- w- this is a real dangerous thing because now they're not only controlling the information that we're putting out there, but they're also controlling and interpreting the art that's out there. And they're deciding who can see what art and how how to interpret that art. So um, that was a real eye-opener eye for me as well. Yeah, and that's exactly right. They decide what facts are. They're not allowed to. They can't. You know truth. I know truth. We know what's fiction. Um, but they don't really care. I, I posted something from Dr. McCullough, who is a world-renowned cardiologist, has been his entire career. They, they're trying to, the medical board's trying to take away his license because he dared tell the truth about myocarditis and these jabs. So uh, I love that you've got a backbone and you didn't back down to it. Go to fivetimesaugust.com, and it's the, the word five, F-I-V-E, fivetimesaugust.com. Get the album called Silent War. It's Brad Skistimus. Uh, Brad, I've got to ask you, when, when you put a song together like this, like, like Sad Little Man, or the song that's out, uh, Silent War, the album Silent War that's, that's out now, when you mm-hmm. do that, how do you get it out? I mean, I'm going to push it. I've got a pretty big audience, but I'm not sure. the largest. You know, there are billions of people who I would love to be exposed to your stuff. How do, mm-hmm. how do you do that? Well, you know, I've got distribution to the major um, music platforms okay. and on some of the independent ones if you don't want to, subs- uh, you know, support the bigger chains of things. But, you know, I, I've got distribution channels. Uh, really, it's just about connecting um, with the following, with everybody who's listening and uh, encouraging them to share it. And um, that's extremely important. I can't I, I tell everyone all the time I can't do it without you. Um, and, and as I mentioned earlier about the chart success, it's an amazing thing. It's really a testament to um, what we can do on our own when we, you know, we don't, we're not adhered to um, certain chains of, the, of corporatism um, we can, and corporations. Um, you know, we can do a lot on our own. So um, 
that's you know really what it is it's a it's a grassroots sort of thing and um you know that's all it really is it's really straightforward and simple i've been doing it my entire career since i started out i've been independent since 2001 and um i always you know by the time i was meeting with record labels i was accomplishing um enough on my own where i really didn't want to sign with them anyway and i was watching friends sort of sign deals and get dropped and so you know, I'm really uh, proud of that statement that we can go so far up on the charts and do all that. But it's really, you know, it's it's an artist and fan relationship. Well, it really is, but they but they have to find you. And, and I guess the question, mm-hmm. in, in a more direct way, is sure. when social media decides what is art and what isn't, when social media mm-hmm. decides what is fact medically or not, uh, and what is in oh, fact, sure. and when they decide that five times August is not a guy I want out there to, uh, to the public fray, like you could be three times bigger than you are now and you're doing great. I mean, I'm not denigrating what you've accomplished on your own had they mm-hmm. not done that. So how did you circumvent that? Because you do have mm. a, 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 a level of passion from your fans that I haven't seen mm. from many people that do have corporate backing. How did you do it? Was it just, you didn't knock on doors? How did you, how did you get them to hear it the first time? Um, you know, I connected with uh, some other influencers, other people, just sort of, you know, passed it around and um, let people know, look, I've, I've been creating music uh, for 20 years now and I'm taking a step forward. I, I, you know, would love for you to listen to this and share it. And it's really snowballed from there. I mean, especially with the censorship, you know, I have been removed from Wikipedia. I have been suspended on Facebook and Twitter and I'm shadow banned. And I'm sure a lot of the links are. Um, But you just plow on through. There's other um, platforms out there to put it on for other people to uh, subscribe to. So, you you know, I make sure I'm on every little facet that I can be on. So it is discoverable. Um, So if you're not on one and then you can find it on the other. Um, it's, it's a matter of trying to get it out there in as, as many, uh, nooks and crannies as you can online. Yeah. So you just had to power through and, and, you know, I always start on the bigger ones because it is fun to mess with them and say, look, <laughs> it's on your platform. All right. So <laughs> I love you know, that. what are you going to do about it? No, yeah. ex- exactly right. Now, another recently you toured, uh, in Austria, I know that Dr. Malone was there. We've had him on several times, but what a great mind. Just talking to that guy makes your, it makes my brain hurt because I'm not as smart. Uh, but, uh, great to get out there and get the message out there. This was in front of a, or for a group of people that are trying to get the truth out, even, even as much as they've been squelched and, and your music is. Is, is helping to do that is that what that was in austria yeah so this was called the resilience tour and it was sort of a merriment of um of art and culture and the doctor's messages we had dr malone there we had dr ryan cole katarina dr katarina uh, lindley and uh, some of the other doctors that have been at the forefront of fighting for uh truth and medical freedom and uh it's a really great experience you travel all the way around the world and you see you and talk to these people who experience the same thing you did maybe perhaps even worse than you did because yeah. it's it's a lot worse in in other countries and a lot of americans don't recognize that um but um they're telling you these stories and, the, and they're telling you how they met up in secret and uh, a lot of the venues were actually uh where we performed and spoke at were actually places that they met up in secret and they're telling you this and it sounds like a world war ii story and it's unbelievable that uh it was only, you know, last year or two years ago that this stuff has even happened. But it's great to sort of travel the world and get this message out there and, and marry the message of of what the doctors are saying and that information with music and with art. I think that's really important. Yeah. And it hasn't really been 
uh, taken advantage of as much as it should have. I think that's a really strong way to reach people across the aisle and get them thinking. And as much as I appreciate and love McCullough and Malone and, and Dr. Cole, uh, getting it done through music will grab more ears. It's going to grab more attention because they feel like they're being entertained as well as being informed, which I think is great for, for the thing that you do. Brad Skistimus is his name. Singer, songwriter, 5 Times August. Go to 5timesaugust.com and uh, get this new album. It's called Silent War. It came out in November and he's doing very, very well. If you don't mind, just spend a minute with me and my, my audience and let us know what's the songwriting process. You hear a topic on the news, you see something trending on Twitter, and decide that should be a song? Well, this all sort of started as a way for me to vent on my own, with my own frustrations. And, um, you know, like I said, I had a a 20-year career behind me as Five Times August doing, um, you know, straight-up pop rock music, which was a lot of love songs and ballads. So to turn my attention towards what's actually happening in the world and make a statement on it, um, it's, it's hit me in a different way. Uh, a lot of, as I've released these songs, actually, they sort of, I waited for them to come to me. There's months in between each of these songs, but if you listen to the album top to bottom, they're in the order that I wrote and released them, which really tells a story Um, of what we've all gone through over the last few years. But the process for me really comes, you know, sometimes uh, it's what's happening in the news and a title will come to me. And to me now, it's sort of, you know, you go, that's an interesting title. That sounds like a book. What's that story? What's inside of that book? And then you sort of reverse engineer it. Whereas like a long time ago, when I was starting out, you get you just noodle around on the guitar and then you get a melody in your head and you, you know, jumble some words together and you sing about a girl that you love. Well, this is this is much more important. This is. Yeah. And so you're looking for specific information in the news. And, and uh, it's a different tool bag, I should say, of, of words and language and how to connect with uh, the listener. Are you all the voices? Do you play all the instruments? Is it all you? Yeah. And this album is actually really sparse compared to uh, a lot of the music that I've put out over the last uh, couple of years. I kind of really harkened back to the folk singer songwriter thing a lot of the tracks are just me and guitar me guitar and harmonica uh, me and piano it's just voice and instrument for the most part Um, and i tried to keep them pretty simple and songs that uh, people could learn on their own if they're you know a novice guitar player Um, because the meat of what i'm saying is in the lyrics and um, if you put a great melody with it under some simple chords i think that you can reach more people that way but i really tried to sort of re you know connect with uh the the bob dylan inside of me because you know i'm sort of looking around going where's bob dylan (laughs) well bob dylan yeah no he he had all the protest songs he was all on top of it but he's as quiet as as uh, you know neil young is so at the at the end of the day you've got people who you used to believe would be the voice of the masses who are now owned by corporate interests which is what you said earlier i'm so glad that you're not it's brad skistimus he's the singer songwriter for five times august What, what does the name mean can we know what five times august means (laughs) <laughs> well, my it doesn't really mean anything. My my birthday is August 5th. And nice. when I was starting out, I wanted a band name because I didn't want to promote Brad Skistimus. <laughs> so um, my birthday was August 5th. And I thought I, I wrote down a few names and five times August kind of sounded cool. And it's and it's stuck with me ever since. My birthday is August 1st, so a couple of Leos, I get it, uh, for sure. Get the album Silent War, go to 5timesaugust.com. Brad, do me a favor. Um, Anytime you want to come on and promote one of your songs, if you're going to be appearing somewhere, let's do it again. I love having you on. I love that you're telling the story 
story through music. I've got music through me, and, and I just love the fact that that you can grab a, a, a broader audience, a wider swath, just by having great music. And if I didn't listen to your words, the music is great already, and then you add the words to it, you're going to get to a larger audience. Anytime you want to come on, okay? Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank I, you. I appreciate you. FiveTimesAugust.com. Go there, get this album. It's called Silent War, and we're back after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Glad to have you. I appreciate you stopping by. Make sure you check out 5timesaugust.com. 5timesaugust.com. You go follow him on uh, Twitter. It's at 5timesaugust. Great guy. Great to talk to Brad. Now, Carrie, during the break, you found uh, w- where we've got a better idea of this whole vaccine mandate for the military. What do you have? Yeah, um, this is from Defense One. Uh, another ad. Um, Pentagon leaders who must scrap their COVID vaccine mandate within three weeks are trying to figure out what happens after that. The 2023 National Defense Authorization Act, signed into law by President Joe Biden December 23rd, requires Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin to rescind his 2021 memo to vaccinate all military personnel within 30 days of the bill signing. The DOD will do as directed, but officials are currently in the process of developing further guidance. So there you go. It was, in fact, in the bill, like we said, it has, in fact, been canceled. The vaccine mandate is off, but they have 30 days to stop doing it. I don't know why they have 30 days. So I guess it'll be January 23rd until it's official official. From what I understand, most of the military branches have already stopped the mandate, but uh, somebody sent me a link that said that the National Guard is still doing it. Well, let me let me say it again. The vaccine mandate was canceled as part of that bill, the, the, the uh, NDAA. It wasn't the omnibus. It was the National Defense Authorization Act. Okay, and that has to be re- redone every year. And for some reason, they get 30 days to stop forcing it. Makes no sense. It should have been canceled immediately, and that would be that. But it's not. They've got until the 23rd. Most branches, it seems, is not pushing the mandate anymore. Uh, although one, according to this one story, seems to be that they are still pushing it for some. 888-941-PACS. We have no time for calls this hour. We're going to get into, in earnest, what Joe Biden did at the border. Uh, he did actually go to the border, whereas Kamala Harris didn't before. He went to the border, but it looked very, very different than the videos that we've been seeing for months and months now. Why is that? We'll get into it. We'll get into what he had to say, what KJP had to say, and much more on the Joe Pag Show. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show.